Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Finals with me, Robert. With me, Pete. No Moses this week because Moses decided that being a father is more important than podcasting. <laughs> but it's not The Rock and The Rock Star this week. No, 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 no. We no, have no. a very special guest with us. Oh my. Once again. Oh my days. Oh my <laughs> the days. All right, Peter, come now. You're married. <laughs> Why is that your go-to now? Because you're doing the most. Peter, continue doing the most, okay? His wife's even in the room. That's what makes it even worse. No regard. You see when the guy has no regard, he doesn't even try to hide the cheating. What, what, what is going on? He'll come with the he'll come still smelling like the other woman. There'll still be her makeup on his shirt. Derek Jackson here now. I was gonna say, buy I should buy the same cologne. Wow, that one is straight up That's what I'm sending. That is you have definitely planned that. Robert, that is what I'm sending to you. I'm sending you Chloe. Because that's what I need to wear. Oh gosh. I mean, speaking of Derek Jackson, I've been for whatever reason, um Kevin Samuels has been popping up on my feed a lot. He's actually quite annoying. I like him. Who Kevin Samuels? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fun to listen to, but he's not someone you can listen to for like yeah. every day. Yeah. It is a bit it's a bit too brash. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, we haven't even introduced it. I've so. done introduction yeah, yet. I was waiting for the intro. So we've got Andrea here with us this day. Yeah, yeah. This day, today. Hello, guys. I'm Andrea. Once again, back at it again with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Should be fun. A better face, elevating, elevating better voice, things. elevating things. Anyway, thank yeah. you for being here today, Andrea. You're welcome. Yeah. Should we get into sorry not sorry this week? Okay. Yeah, who's in the hot seat? Uh, Andrea, you can be the hot seat. Why do I have to be in the hot seat? Because you went evangelizing today, so you still got you still got the spirit about you. So you we sh- should be having the spirit every day, every moment. Yeah, right? but yeah, we know when you go out and you do stuff, so it's, it's activated to a higher level. So basically, you're saying I'm still filled with the adrenaline and excitement. Fam, your face is still glowing with Thank the spirit. You. Thank you. Even Sorry. though my face was glowing before I left the house, but yeah, the Vaseline. Shea <laughs> 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 butter, actually. Thanks. Um, Stress. Okay, I'll go in the hot seat. Great. Cool. Robert, do you want to go first? Yes, I do. Okay, so my question is around um, Christian artists, like Christian like music artists and stuff. Do you think that um, Christian artists should give an explanation as to why they're moving away from doing solely Christian art? Or do you think they, as an artist you just have creative freedom to do whatever you want without having to answer to anyone? I think as an artist, you've got creative freedom, but with the character of a Christian, there's a there's an internal feeling of obligation to always be accountable to your audience. Yeah, and I think mm. that's what that's what happens. So, because because they're Christian, they don't want to offend anybody, or they don't want to, you know, make anyone sway or whichever. It's nice to do it. Uh, explanation but i don't think it's necessary um yeah i don't i don't i don't think it's necessary but it's helpful um, can just, i mm. so i'm just gonna throw like a a um a follow-up question to that um because you mentioned sort of an accountability to the audience and is that do, do you think that is more a a feature of maybe the 
educative part of Christian art where there is also like a edifying or there's also like a you know there, there are aspects of that do you think that's where the accountability comes in because I wonder if art in general has an accountability to an audience especially mm. when you know it's just put out there if that makes sense well I'm not that much into the arts but mm. I don't see other people explaining why they're doing whatever unless yeah. there's an interview unless but they're mm. not it's not an explanation coming from a place of feeling that they have to justify their change it's mm. more of an explanation like you mentioned education so mm. if you want to be educated about the art that I'm moving to then I'm more than happy to share that but mm. when it's coming from a place of oh I need to make my art more more palatable to the hearers so that they're not offended then it just becomes exhausting in fact I think it even puts a cap on a person's creativity when they're constantly mm. thinking about the outside response etc yeah. as opposed to just focusing on the art that they're inspired to create at that particular season in their life um yeah, yeah. Mm. I do think there is a, um, a level of, of accountability when it comes to secular artists it just might not be in the right way, and I'm not. I mean, in in the same way, um, like if you take so like, mean? so like yeah. so 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 like um like in this day and age, like an Eminem might have to apologize for something he said in a lyric about about gay people. Um, you've had people like Rick Ross who have lost deals because of stuff that he said in his lyrics. So it's not just being able to say lyrics for lyrics. Um, in in this day and age, you're very much held account in that way. Okay. Um, to if not the content, what you're saying inside the content, if that makes sense. Yeah, but like, should you be held accountable if you're deciding to make a song that just doesn't have the name of Jesus in there? You want to write a song just about how you feel, but in the beginning, you were you're a Christian artist. Now, all of a sudden, you have to explain this and that. It's just does a artist christian artists have to do that all the time i think for me it's if they're one of those christian artists that say i'm never going to stop talking about god and my songs and all of that then you, you you said that so people can go back to that and say but you said this i personally think that's ridiculous <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah it is interesting so i i, I so i tend to I, I agree to some extent with both of you, actually. Um, but I, I do think because a Christian artist, by nature of... So again, to the listeners, I do apologize. My, my little baby daughter is here. And she understood Be Quiet for like two seconds and then forgot what it meant. So, now she- <laughs> <laughs> um, so you might hear in the background, but that's that's what we're doing on The Furnace, man. It's, it's, uh, it's real life. Um, yeah, so I think where... Christian art by virtue of being Christian yeah. has edifying qualities or yeah. you know educating qualities about the nature of God and, and his relationship with us I think there there's an accountability because you are in some ways being a teacher being a healer being a you know being a minister yeah. to the people you know yeah. exactly you know you're being a, a shepherd to sheep through your art and so yes there's an accountability but in the circular world at least I don't I don't expect them to have as much and I think Robert you're right in that you know you do have you know you have Eminem going back on lyrics and and um, what's his name Elton John coming out to defend him etc but I think that's also more a response to council culture than it is them truly being 
accountable because I don't think they are they should be accountable for their arts because they're just giving their arts and I think of someone like a you know you look at a painting and the painter unless as you said there's an interview will probably never you never hear them talk about it though you'll never hear them say or you know have to explain anything to you um and so that's that sort of yeah what what, what I think about it but yeah no fair enough but uh yeah oh I'm happy with that okay um Drea so my question uh and I didn't yeah I didn't oh no 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 (laughs) I didn't know you're gonna be on so it's not it's not it's nothing too crazy no Um, Peter don't pull punches give her a hard question wow I know but the thing is that Drea will be able to handle it if I had a hard question to give us it's fine it's not even like an easy question but I was gonna ask like today in in society today um in how secular things are going is there room for sort of the prophetic in government so we look back at Mm. israel and the way you know saul as an example would go to the extents of going to contact a dead samuel to get information on what Mm. god is saying and where israel was god's nation in you know countries like america David Cameron, according to David Cameron, this is a country, uh, a Christian country. <laughs> they have respect for mm. Christian faith. Um, is there room for prophecy there in in a secular world, um, in a secular government? Is there room for prophecy in a similar way to how it was in, in the Old Testament? By impulse, I absolutely wanted to say one hundred percent, but I'll explain why I still believe that there's room for prophecy to work in the realm of governance but then I guess the way that it would be done now would be completely different than how it was done before before God was an actual part of governing like kings sought God they had well they had prophets on their side like they they had prophets that they would consult with Um, in this day and age we don't but then we do have believers in governance and we can't see the background work that's being um, that's going on at the moment in terms of how they're praying. But scripture tells us to pray for your kings and your leaders. And I do believe that our prayers are not falling to the ground. But can can the prophetic inform decisions? Not as much as they did before that I've seen. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> the kind of prophetic words that these Christians in governance are given because maybe they've spoken and it's been followed but it just doesn't look like a good idea or it hasn't manifested very well but I do think that it still has a room because the Holy Spirit is still active it's just a matter of whether people are willing to receive it as they did back in the day but I think there's room think there'll always be room until the holy spirit is taken away Um, (laughs) yeah but um it's just going to be tighter to Mm. obey the word yeah yeah no that's fair yeah Yeah, that's good and i think also depends on what party you're a part of because (laughs) you're going to have to kind of go with like what your party stands for yeah and if your party goes for and anti-christian things then 
if you're going to be like, hey, uh-huh. we should, we should really do fun. this. <laughs> like, yeah, or even lead you maybe to leave or to yeah. like, speak mm. up or get out. And I think that, there are, that there's room for the prophetic in government the way that there is for any other job. It's just like, mm. it's, it's just, mm. it just looks different. It looks different. Mm. In, in the same way how it looks different in our workplaces as it did in the Bible. That's so it's just about, I don't know, formulate, for, for formulating it in a way that would make it receivable to whoever you are coming across. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. What do that. you think, Peter? What do you think? So I, I definitely agree with you in that I don't, yeah, uh, I think I, I don't see it as, um, not not as necessary, I don't see it valued as much as, you know, yeah. they did of old, of course, because it's a secular government. Um, but as you as you said, and I think as Robert said, there, there is room for it. And as much as there's room for Christians in, in whatever sphere of influence. Um, yeah, yeah. The reason I was thinking about it was because at, um, of all places, at uh, MMA training, I overheard a conversation between, I think, a Muslim and a Christian, and they were talking about what's going on in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think either of them are like, properly serious really but they were they were talking about conspiracy theories regarding israel's prime minister and him being the uh the the great ruler in revelation that is resurrected and that people go and follow in the last days oh wow <laughs> then taliban's gonna kill him and then he's gonna resurrect and then <laughs> he'll be the one to usher in the antichrist i was like okay interesting <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I was just thinking, oh, you know, where where does spirituality play in mm. global government? But yeah, there you go. Oh, all right. Well done, Andrea. You did pretty well on that hot seat. Thank you. You survived the fire. I did. Come on. All right. Well, Peter wanted to come with a topic today, <laughs> and he put in the WhatsApp group. Relax. <laughs> and then, no, that's 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 a misrepresentation of what was going on. Actually, found. Let me pull up the chat. I said that so initially we we found out i think on was it wednesday uh that or thursday that mo won't be able to record on one of the days yeah and so we're initially going to do like a duo thing so be the rock and the rock star and smash bros smash bros out of here um and for whatever reason i had wanted to talk about something and obviously that didn't come to pass the smash bros weren't able to record yesterday so we're recording today. And so Peter decided he wanted to become a Smash Bro for the day. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say what it is or should I? Peter, say it. It's your topic. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the space, the stage. <laughs> Suddenly I am uh, <laughs> struggling. No, so um, I had suggested um, talking about uh, pornography and sex. Um, in today's society good topic yeah interesting topic mm. i didn't have any questions i was just that's that's just the all right cool all right all right then bring up let me, let me take the reins let me take the reins be sensible i've got the theme i've got the theme so i'm just gonna freestyle the thing but mm. if we're gonna speak about this i think that we can't not speak about only fans yes okay that probably is why that's probably part of why <laughs> no because interestingly i felt bad for people like i felt really bad and and my 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 thought process was along the lines of when you build a business on someone else's platform 
how much control how much power that person yeah. has over you the so even just yeah yeah so even facebook and instagram and all of these platforms upon which we build various businesses actually you are really not in control and and for only fans to do that for the adult industry people that i do not watch or literally have not watched any only fans adult content um but all the revenue that they're going to be losing i i actually thought about them and, and thought about yeah. it like that. so actually that very well might be why i wanted to talk about porn and sex today so for those who don't know, from I think the beginning of, of October, you won't be able to upload sexually explicit content onto OnlyFans. Someone got saved. <laughs> <laughs> Someone at OnlyFans got saved. Amen. Yeah, someone must have, because we've been praying, so God's moving. Yeah. There's early morning prayers. Yeah, this is it. You guys should join. Maybe that can be a hookup. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so from, from October, no more sexually explicit videos. I think you can still do tasteful nudes to us in line with the terms of conditions. But no more the hardcore stuff. And so a lot of people are going to be out of business, out of pocket. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I thought <laughs> just because like at, at this point, OnlyFans has become synonymous with porn. Mm. So mm. for them trying to... if. Even though it didn't start as that, I think it was a website where if you're like an artist or a chef, it's somewhere where you could go and like show your things. And then, but then people saw, oh, I can make money from being naked on here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be, it, it was quite literally supposed to be like a, a, um, a competitor to a YouTube or a Patreon. Um, yeah. Patreon that allows for you to interact with only your fans. Um, and then, you know, it spiked for the adult content and now they're like no we're cleaning we're cleaning shop so that's interesting yeah because yeah because um they're looking for investment and investors do not want anything to do with porn for the obvious obvious reasons yeah give them a bad name yeah but yeah and they're trying to i, I think only fans is worth like a billion pounds hey a, a billion yeah, these dollars. platforms are big yeah yeah but I don't know how this is going to affect their their um their price their stock prices. To be honest, mm. so so so, so, that's, so so it's like people are saying that that what's what has what's happened what's that what happened to Tumblr what happened to OnlyFans. Mm. So like Tumblr went through this thing. So they they used to be like bare porn on Tumblr. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. And then they stopped. They they like banned all the 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 um the like adult stuff on it because they mm. wanted to get it again to be able to sell it on, and then mm. everyone left Tumblr. <laughs> So I, I I think they sold it for a billion, and the next person that bought it bought it for three million. Oh, crazy! So that's how much it lost value crazy. after all the poor people left. <laughs> oh no! Like it's sad in a way, but at the same time, when we think about righteousness and like we 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 want so it's that's because this is all over the news. I saw it on the news, and people are going to ah um. People are going to be thinking about their lives, like, what do I do now? And I pray they encounter God some way because, you know, I don't know if it's possible to talk about God too much, but he's the author of everything and mm. he sees it all. So I, I personally see it as like a cleansing or purging, even though this is a person's daily bread, but they're going to look for somewhere else and hopefully it's something more wholesome. Um, no. No, but I feel I, like, I, yeah. Sorry, go on, go on, Robert. 
feel like once people see there's an easy way to make money, they'll, they'll they'll look for the next easy way to do the easy thing to get their money. I mean, they they call prostitution the oldest profession for a reason. That there's there's a natural um, there's an, a natural capacity to be addicted to things of a sexual nature, and so there will always be an appetite for it. There will always be a um, a market for it, unfortunately. And I think, you know, anytime, you know, such platforms that are used in, in ways that are quite literally um, detrimental to people, like all porn is detrimental to people. So anytime yeah. there's, there, there's a, a, a removal of one of those, you know, platforms, of course, it's a good thing. But in today's society, I, I just think it will just be a, all right, we're going over here. We're going to these, mm. this other platform because yeah. that platform will always be there. Yeah. I have seen people make the argument that something like OnlyFans was was a positive because it meant that sex workers could do what they're doing from the safety of their own home as opposed to going out into the streets and looking for customers and doing things with people that way. I can't call it a positive, but I get what you mean. I, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. struggling to agree with it being positive, <laughs> yeah. but definitely understand yeah. what they yeah. meant by, yeah. mean by that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a positive, and yeah. but I also don't see how people didn't think that this bubble was going to pop eventually. But why would it? Because OnlyFans would be making money off of it, so mm. so that they, they would have no reason to think so, and. You know, and and that's the thing. There'll just be another platform that promises, yeah, we will. We're we're all about you and your fans, and we just take a little cut. And, you know, they'll make money off of doing that. It's just which one's gonna be the more, um, which one's gonna be pop the fastest, and then everyone's gonna jump on that. I mean, there were sites for is it Ashley Madison? Like there were sites dedicated to adult cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and, that one? Yeah, I mean, when and that, that shut one down now. Yeah, I did. I think it did. When when um one of the lists got leaked and there were suicides, those army generals committed suicide <gasps> from being found out on the list. Um, you know, they shut down, but I'm sure when they did, like cockroaches, there was a, a bunch more that popped up. Mm. So it will always be the case for as for as long as the depravity of man remains our default. Yeah. That will always be the case, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. Sorry, go on. Well, I was going to say, which is why I wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. nowadays the accessibility to um, pornographic material is so easy. Like, it's ridiculous how easy it is, how yeah. available it is. Where, <laughs> like, for us, I mean, being young, of course, there was, there was still pornographic material, but you had to, it was physical. You had to have it and you know you could easily be caught by it. There was magazines and it was it was hard to go and get, if that makes sense. It was it was a little bit harder to go and get. And that's so, your phone. And and now it's and your phone's in HD. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And like before you were you were limited to what you could physically go and get. Mm. Now you've got the whole world yeah. in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. and 
And I think that That's is a disgusting choice of words, by the way. I, I saw what you did there, Robert. Oh, oh, no, 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 that, that was it. I was intentional because I had my, my phone in my hand, <laughs> in my right hand. <laughs> my head was free. <laughs> oh, but you know, I yeah, uh, I think that society has bec- is becoming a lot more desensitized when it comes to porn and just like sexual sexual stuff in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like. I'm seeing more nudity in like films that are rated 12 and 15 than I did back in the day. So when you say desensitization, I think it's I think it's more normalization. It's more normalization. And yeah. and what's yeah. what's happening is so porn used to be an extreme, like the the vanilla porn that we, you know, mm-hmm. in my in my youth, we would get access to in the magazines. It was it was in today's comparison, you know, the the least extreme whatever but that was an extreme if that makes sense yeah and so in the films in daily life you know in a in a catalog in the argus catalog the lingerie section was pornographic in and of itself <laughs> because that was that was like pushing it even further now sorry i just love that section of the catalog <laughs> but but this is the thing now that's on billboards and as you said, that's being normalized. Mm. And so what's happened is that what used to be an extreme has now become normalized. And that's meant that the extreme has got pushed even further. Yeah. And that's the problem is the, and it's, it's not that that's the problem. Like it's, it's something new, but that's always been the problem is that extreme gets, keeps getting pushed. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's like a drug you need like yeah. a harder thing to get exactly. the same high as you did exactly. the first time exactly and the, and the scary thing now is with how easily um available it is that means a lot more people are being completely um misinformed on what sex is yeah and and that's been my real issue with it is it's it's like <laughs> so um kevin hart did a did a thing about porn and he was like he, he was saying you know porn stars are athletes they are professional athletes <laughs> and it's like watching a kung fu movie <laughs> and then oh going out and getting in a fight and be like yeah we're about to roundhouse kick this guy <laughs> <laughs> no you're not that's highly choreographed highly produced and the same mm. thing with porn what you're seeing in porn is so highly choreographed and produced and you know, more often than not, there's drugs involved. As um, I saw a documentary with Randy Spears. Randy Spears, I think he got saved, and he was a porn star, and he was talking about some of the things that go on um, in that realm. And there's there's really bad drug abuse, but you know, also performance enhancing drug abuse, and and it's like. Mm-hmm you're watching these things thinking this should be the norm and if you go back to the point of how the extreme has been pushed now the norm that we are expecting or norm that we are looking forward to or the norm that we are trying to recreate in the bedroom is so far pushed it's 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 what i what i think is it's doing much more harm than good it's mm. not it's i was going to say it's no longer educative as if it ever was yeah. but yeah. it's not and <laughs> you know what as you were saying that my pushback was i don't it's it's, it's not all porn's fault that this this is our expectation 
I mm. think that as normalized as porn is, it's still something, if not more, that is not spoken about, like in the home, mm. Mm. with like parents to children. Yeah. And, and like even church to like congregation members. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So like they're, they're getting all of this stuff from porn, but there's no mm. counterbalance to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it on here. Because, yeah, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. And I've got a shout out, Lighthouse Chapel, uh, which was my old church um, when, when I got married to Anita. Because <laughs> during marriage counseling, they talk about it. <laughs> they talk about it hard. They talk about positions. And, and for it's uncomfortable because we don't talk about it as much. Mm. And we should be. We really should be. In the same way, for whatever reason, we know not to get into a fight because of what we've watched. We should know when we eventually start having sex, preferably in the institution of marriage, we should not have our expectations perverted by mm. what we've seen in porn and, and what we've watched. I do have a question. Mm. Um, so I'm not saying that porn is positive or anything, but there are positions that I do wonder if it had not been for porn, would people be exploring these positions? Mm. Um, Even someone like heads. Like, I learned about head through porn. Um, if there's no porn, does that mean that, that there's no head? Would it have just always been missionary? I was thinking about this the other day. Mm. Those in the Bible, when they knew their wives or they knew their husbands, Mm. Did they only know each other in missionary? Like I just couldn't imagine Jacob doing doggy with his. Well, I shouldn't be <laughs> imagining anybody doing doggy, to be honest. But I just, <laughs> I just couldn't imagine Abraham doggy and Sarah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but you know what? But I, I think in those times, even though like the, the, the people of God were holy, they were surrounded by all these unholy people, so they would have been doing all the crazy stuff. Yeah, no, but then you see that's, that's the thing. Is crazy? Why is well, this 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 crazy? is the thing, and I think this this betrays maybe part of our conditioning towards sex is the idea that the crazy people are going to be having more experimental, more yeah. interesting sex than the Christians. And, and 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 I know this is wasn't intentional on your behalf, Robert, but I have the same disposition, and I think that's part of the problem is we 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 somehow have made sex bad and so christians are not supposed to be having good sex almost by by default or something so yes they were they were surrounded by all those weird people but um also um so i'm just looking now at i've forgotten how to spell kama sutra sorry k-a I uh, should have done this on an incognito tab yeah buddy Come on, Pia. We're too, too old for this. <laughs> no, you know, as you say that, like I remember listening to um 30 minutes with the Perrys. Yeah. And then on one of the, the, the episodes, they were talking about um Preston dabbling in porn again. Mm. And like he got caught because he was doing it on his tablet, not 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 in incognito. Mm. And I was thinking, bro, you can you were to get caught <laughs> in oh this day God. and age. <laughs> There's no excuse. <laughs> no, so the reason I wanted to go back to it was because I wanted to look at how old it was. And I think we we might have a a slightly misinformed idea of what they were doing sexually okay. in the old time because the Kama Sutra was 2,000 years old. 
And so mm. that didn't require porn. They obviously had been trying out stuff. And I think where the Song of Solomon um, sort of described a man being able to pay attention to parts of a woman like her thighs and her breast and her hair in a very uh, intimate. intimate, thank you. <laughs> what was a better word not good. <laughs> but in a very intimate way and I can't I can't help but think that you don't write or express an appreciation for these things without recognizing mm. that they might have some sexual value yeah. you know that there are erogenous zones in such areas and so I don't think that they were just having um missionary and, and actually the the, the 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 sort of idea of sexual perversion goes way back to you know they would go in and have a concubine and it seemed even then that it was just like whenever the men wanted to they'd go and do with any, with that whoever you know with a with a con with a prostitute that they would then give their ring to to serve as a deposit whilst they go and prepare payment to mm. you know and anything was just like yeah and so they would have concubines and I think in part it was like oh my wife is pregnant I need to have sex now yo are you down okay come and live with me and then you're going to be my concubine sort of thing and that was the norm yeah and so I think I I, I don't think that Christian sex has to be very boring Mm. I just think that porn is perverse and I think the fact that our I, uh, our information comes from porn is a problem with our society with, with the Christian community not being able to feel free and comfortable enough to talk about some of these things so that it doesn't have to come from and again I have to shout out Lighthouse because the presumption with their marriage counseling is you guys haven't even kissed before you you come to uh, marriage counseling so we're going to give you all the information and so the book mm-hmm. the book has pages that look like they're lifted from the Kama Sutra and oh, it's like wow. yeah this position that position you try it and then this and that you know but even things like lubrication and um all of those aspects again porn doesn't present those things and so you have guys that are being educated on sex is just when a guy feels it and he wants to go then you know and and unfortunately the more I guess popular porn is the more aggressive porn and it's like yeah when he's forcing it on her she's going to cave and she will enjoy or whatever and there's no need for lubrication there's no need for preparing there's only just bang you you want to do it so there you go and it's like it's a very very it's a it's a very misinformed a very misrepresented um idea about sex um that may yeah also even lead to a bit of a rape culture i think crazy question for you andrea yeah as a woman yeah how have you in in what ways have you seen the effects of porn play out in your life oh that's a good question personal um as a woman um I do feel, so I did have an experience where a guy I was seeing watched porn in front of me. And mm. I know that it, 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 it gives, it gave me a faceless feel. Like I felt faceless wow. even in his presence because it's like, why would you prefer something virtual than somebody that's sitting by you? I was so offended. Mm. And then I thought, well, this is something that they've been doing this is something that they've been doing even before I was around. Mm. Mm. Um, 
and I think I would still feel offended today if my partner um, was still into porn whilst being with with me. Mm. Um, and I think it could, and you ask as a woman, has it affected me? I think it definitely brings up insecurities that I didn't even know were there. Mm. Um, but then because I have Jesus at the back of my mind, I'm reminded that man has fallen short of the mm. glory of God. Like man, man is sinful by nature. And if this is something that they've been struggling with, then it's not personal. Mm. I think I had to learn and have to learn that it's not personal. Even listening to the Perry's is really helpful as well when they mm. speak about how they have overcame um, porn mm. together. Um, but as for me, I, I just never found porn interesting. I, I thought it was fake as I grew up because when I, I don't know if I've shared this, but when I was when I was in school, I wanted to be a porn star. Like it was oh, something it was something that I wanted to do. It was something that I thought would be interesting, would be fun. But that was because of the disassociation I had with mm. myself and anybody that wanted to know me in that way. What's your, what, what's your porn star name going to be? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think of a porn star right. name. Think of one now. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're going to ask something, Peter? I was I was gonna ask how's it affected you because I thought that's a really interesting question. Um, I think that back in the day, I had this pressure that I needed to last for ages, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. and so I did everything in my power to make sure I did. <laughs> and so we have to put eighteen rating on this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so there was, um, yeah, I thought I had to go, go, go for ages. And there were expectations about how a woman should react whilst things were being done mm. to her. Which is mm. definitely false. Yep. Mm. Everyone is different, 100%. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, like when, when I was like, why are you being so quiet? Yeah. <laughs> are you not enjoying yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when you be saying, they, they would go like, oh, 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 don't okay, stop, okay. Come <laughs> which we know is false. And so when you see, like, mm. when, when you're there and, and you're just doing like, like some, some, like some, like light moaning, you're like, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jay, you say we know it's false, but I mean, completely honestly, yeah, it's. Uh, I've had the same same thing where you think it should be a certain way, and when it's not, it can easily become an insecurity. Mm. It can easily become maybe I'm not doing something right, maybe I'm not this, or maybe I'm not that, and and it's it can be quite debilitating actually. Yeah, and also um, I don't think girls help as well because girls will be saying, oh yeah, the guy needs to be doing that, <laughs> all of that, all of that. But then when it comes to it, then they're just like, oh, it's too much, it's too much. <laughs> and so wow, the, the, <laughs> we don't need we don't need the sound effects, you know. You can just say it normally. Like he's fully bringing all the sound effects, like a, a, the keyboard, ASMR things out here. Relax, relax, relax. It's definitely, and that's why that's why I personally, but just the, the things that we're talking about. Those mm. are things that we learned when we was in our teens, when we was younger, yeah. we had nothing. We weren't communicating with our partners. We didn't know how to communicate. And mm. that's why I think marriage is such a safe space mm. to be like, 
marriage, a long-term committed relationship where you both are committed to speaking about your expectations, speaking about your desires and learning one another. And Mm. the, the, the best place to learn is in a committed space. Like for me, when I'm eating dessert, I like to eat it in silence. You know, there's some people that they will start humming when they like, you know, or start dancing, start when I'm eating dessert, I like it in silence. Whereas somebody, they want to shout it on the rooftops and say how wonderful this particular dessert is. Now, I think you know where I'm going. We do. So, yeah, so (laughs) everyone's the same. You got to eat the dessert of the body. Okay. Okay, Robert. Okay, Robert. But Yeah. (laughs) Marriage is a safe space. Even that one in, in the show to make it look so beautiful and think, and then you just when you try, you just they're sticky, and then it messes with the pH and everything is just that's with the pH. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you've been reading your stuff. That's I've 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 been hearing about the the, the pH imbalances and things. Yeah, they get too acidic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reads a lot. Lot. Google is the only it? time, the only time Robert paid attention in chemistry. The one time, the one time, <laughs> got to neutralize. The one time. All right, Peter. Um, one thing you had to unlearn about sex, um, pre-marriage that mm. you had to unlearn from porn. That's a good question. I mean, you mentioned the 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 idea of lasting forever, and you know that's that's a big thing. Um, the the yeah the expectation of what the reaction should be <laughs> that's a different thing um i think i think you know what you what you don't see in porn is how gratifying the learning process can be mm. um, and how how actually you end up being um i can't think of a better word for it molded for your partner yeah especially when both of you are when both of you come with a fresh um come to the come to the marriage come to the marital bed with a with a with a with a fresh slate if that makes sense trying yeah. your best not to compare trying your best yeah. not to um or get into the place where you're not comparing and, and you're not um bringing false expectation to the experience i think that's probably been the best thing is um the the lack of experience that I had and and the um the no experience that my wife had was actually really good in that we've we've been able to fairly easily mold into each other's best because mm. that's all we've got if that makes sense and 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 there's a safety there yeah. there's a there's a freedom there and you don't see that you don't see it in porn that you know they initially they're fumbling and you know eventually they they get it and eventually they get better at it you don't see that and so there's an expectation to come ready I, I, yeah I'm really uncomfortable with the word with using come so many times <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say something about porn man let me leave it that's low-hanging fruit <laughs> I'm better than that. <laughs> because every time I say it, it's like someone hits me on the head. It's like I shouldn't say this. I find a different <laughs> word, and I can't find any other words. But yeah, no, I I think that's been one thing that I've I've really appreciated is actually being able to grow into each other has been a lot better. Mm. Um, and and I didn't have to be you know porn star you know all experienced or knowing everything that I need to do yeah. when, when when we when we first got married. 
So when it comes to porn and church or like sex and church, mm. how 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 often do you think sex should be talked about in church? Do, do you think it should be as part of like the main church services or something that should be left for like small groups and I for me personally, I think it should be as often as any really important issues should be talked about yeah so we're talking about our salvation we're talking about getting closer to god if we are a church of we should you know if we're a church of men and women we should be talking about sex we should be talking about it you know as as often as these sort of pressing things i'm not saying we should talk about it all the time and anytime you come to church you're going to get like sex talk no but you know in as as much as we place emphasis on being um respecting the bible and being in your bible and being prayerful and and drawing close to god we should also be talking about having healthy sex and and Mm. especially today where um unfortunately a lot of us male and female have been in some ways misinformed by porn i think more so we should be talking about it we should be you know and maybe it's more comfortable to talk about it in you know maybe men's group women's group teenagers um but we should be talking about it definitely i think a lot more than the very little that we do right now Good. what do you think andrew yeah i agree i agree with what pete said 100 i think i don't even think it should be strange to yeah talk about it in main service yeah you know, i don't i don't think it should be left to an event or conference Mm. or whichever else because i think it is for all the congregants not just those that are interested because when you put on an event it's the interested parties that will be there but when mm. it's part of the main service it's for everyone that needs to hear mm. um yeah. and everyone needs to hear it yeah um do you think there's a way that sex does do you think that sex needs to be talked about differently for men and women like within a church service or within like a church setting or you think that it's anything that I say for men is equally as good and what's valid as for for the women? Yes and no, because men mm. and women are different facts. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there will be information more suited for women than for men, vice versa. However, both should hear the both sides, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say something similar in that it's almost different conversations, um, and you know when 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 men gather, they should be able to talk about it. But then also when we gather together, we should be able to talk about it. I think mm. that that we shouldn't be too quick, as the world is seemingly trying to be, uh, to over sexualize our kids. And so, of course, I think uh, you know the kids, in a sense, should be preserved as much as possible. Um, but you know if they're going out and they're getting that information then I think we should provide good information to them as well that's good mm. yeah. cool alright I feel like we're a nice place to round up for today they're a good place to finish yeah yeah <laughs> good place to hit the climax <laughs> you were waiting to say that isn't it you Peter went wait. first he went first you couldn't wait he went first <laughs> looking forward to saying that Pian went first I just gave the sloppy seconds Wow, <laughs> you're so inappropriate, but I Ooh. love it though. It's okay. Amen. Oh Amen. Gosh. All right, hookups. Cool. Um, should I go first? You can, Peter. Uh, so, um, there's a new season of Titans. Uh, that is out. 
um, Titans is, well, it's based on a comic where all the sort of sidekicks, your Nightwings, your Robins, your, uh, who else? Sort of the sidekicks of the main characters, they form their own sort of superhero team and it's a live action um, series that's, um, based on that, based on a more grittier version of that, that is out, and I think it's quite good. They're doing, they're doing the Red Hood sort of story, which Ooh. is quite interesting. Yeah, I do yeah, like yeah. Red Hood. Um, so yeah, check it out, uh, Titans. I don't know where you can get it actually because I use a VPN to watch it in the states. Um, so, so watch illegally. Well, no, VPNs aren't illegal. Actually, VPNs are above board. Um, but there you go. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, my hookup will be a film. Mm. Catch me if you can. Oh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A story about this guy called Frank Ab- Abignon. That's an old one. It is, but um, it came up in the news, and then I watched it again this week. Oh, okay. Leonardo doesn't get the props he deserves. Yeah, yeah, no. She should have got like two million Oscars by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fact that he got for the Revenant, which wasn't even like a good, <laughs> good performance. It was just like, yo, this guy is gonna retire soon. We have to give him one. Let's yeah, just give him something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Catch me if you can. Story about this guy who learns how to be a four stars using um checks. Yeah, and um, he goes fakes, fakes being a pilot, fakes being a doctor. He does it all. Yeah, yeah. and then he, in the end, he gets caught. But yeah. He, he lives that life. Mm-hmm. Check it out. If if you haven't got the time to watch the full movie, there's a summary of that one on one of the channels I've hooked up last week or the week before that do movie summaries. So I've been watching a lot of movies too in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Cool. Uh, Andrea? Okay. And my hookup would be early morning prayer. Hey. Yeah. Um, so I currently have an early morning prayer group that starts at five and finishes at six, Monday to Friday. Um, and it's on Zoom. So I don't know whether to share the meeting ID and then you just rewind to hear the numbers. Um, well, we, and then we can the put the stuff in the link. In the link, yeah. Can I oh, fantastic. Okay. So, yeah. 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 So it's early morning, Monday to Friday. And, and anyone can join? Anyone can join. Great. Okay. And is it is it a thing where you'd want? Uh, are you want people? Do you want people actively praying like loudly? If that makes sense, or is it? Um. Usually, but then some people yeah. still have their mics muted. But I don't ask them okay. to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't because, ask them to turn off the yeah. mute. Yeah. I'm normally in the gym at a time, so it'd be nice to like sort of be able to tune in, but not let you guys hear the uh, gym music. <laughs> Yeah, the clanging of the um, weights. Yeah. <laughs> <And> the, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, <sighs> oh that's how the sounds are going. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's my hookup. See. Yeah, thank you for coming down once again, Andrea. Thank, thank you, you Drea. Pleasure. Good conversation. I think, I think because Drea was here, it didn't turn into a Smash Bros episode. Yeah. Not you that I've gone there to be honest. What you guys only smash bros for this week. Nah. Welcome to the club. Welcome we to the club. We, we to kept the it wholesome. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. Where's Moses when you need him? Fab, it would have been a whole different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a Moses, yo. It would have had to be um uh, be like 25 plus. plus. <laughs> 40. <laughs> 
because of how outrageous it would have been. Oh, Not even a 25 year old could listen. A little bit more that. detrimental than there would be uh, anything else. Nah, because we talk reckless, but we we be teaching. We be you teaching. Rain it in, rain it in. You know, just make sure you've got that lubricant. Might need to be oil based, might need to be water based. Whatever works for you. Okay. Just make sure you've got enough. Water-based. Make sure you've got a lot. It's needed. Don't want any tears, don't want any, any rashes or burns. Keep the wow. pH balance. <laughs> yeah. Because when the pH balance is off, <laughs> no one's having a happy day. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> Excellent. All right, let's round up. Um, yeah. Uh, Andrew, where, where can we find you online, if anywhere? Yeah. Um, Instagram, chosendre91. Um, okay. And that's pretty much it. And then if you look for me there, then you can connect with me everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and then um, what what areas are you covering as well for when it matters? Oh, the massage, um, yeah. South South South, so yeah, South London or just South London? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> South London, yeah. Oh. So if you want to if you want a mobile masseuse to come to your home and turn it into like a spa experience, yeah, give, give and holler at your girl. Yeah. But there'll be no happy endings, unfortunately. Sorry. Only for Robert in a few months. Only for Robert in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Anyway, let's round up. Um, shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Yep, yep. Kevin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. Find us at Twitter at The Furnace UK. Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blackness Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcasts and websites and apps, Blackness Furnace, no apostrophe. And that's it. Can I just shout out Anita real quick? She's not here, but she sometimes listens because she came to save me from Z and she took Z to the kitchen so that so I could record in peace. So shout out that. Anita, <laughs> my sis. Shout out to Anita. You can release Z now. I know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and relieve her now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. This is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah.